0: this is belgariad and beyond the show where we explore magical reality through fiction chapter by chapter and we've begun with the belgariad series of books by david eddings welcome to season three Episode 27. This season we're reading book three, Magician's Gambit, and today we are diving into the second last chapter of the book, chapter 26. My name is Sondra Turnbull. I'm from the Goddess Kindled Universe and I am an author of nonfiction, experiential guidance and, you know, magical realism and other stuff.
1: And I'm Alicia Seymour and I'm a fantasy author and I <laughs> write stories about darkness and discovering um the magic and wonder within the darkness
0: yeah welcome to the show everyone i'm kind of excited because you know this chapter today that we're discussing is like the (laughs) like you just know that what's coming is exciting right
1: building up very much
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so We'll get right into Polgaris' cup because I want to hear all about what Alicia's been up to. <laughs> yeah, well, my cup
1: is a lemon gingerade. Gingerade. Gingerade? What's gingerade? Gingerade. Like, it's a lemon gingerade. Ginger ale. Aid. Ginger. I spell aid, A-I-D, as in it aids you. Okay. Um, so not ginger ale. I, I, I thought I
0: didn't know what no, ginger ale was.
1: No, it's a, and I'll explain because, okay. well, it's been a week. It's been this, starting on Monday, it's been a week of beginnings for me. And now it's Wednesday. Oh, it's and exciting. the first reason yeah, is because I, I started a new meal plan to get my body back on a path where I feel good.
0: you will feel so amazing yeah so it's been
1: (laughs) I'll worry about you and the way you
0: don't feed yourself
1: yeah so I stick and it's still the same woman Kimberly Snyder I've been with for like years and years and I've seen her this meal plan available I just didn't have a means to get it before and now I do so I got it and it's just when you go through on your own it's just pre-recorded videos and stuff but she has the whole plan so she has your shopping lists and everything and the recipes all there it's mostly salads vegetable dishes um i mean that is what it is and um i laugh at myself cuz i get this now this huge bowl and it's salad <laughs> yeah and it's like i'm just eating it like this and i'm like man i used to think i I was a rabbit before and now look at me. (laughs) So, but one of the things she has you doing is is in the afternoon is a lemon and ginger aid. And she calls it an aid as in aids your digestion. Okay. So you do a drink and has chia seeds. So you drink that after lunch, Mm -hmm. a couple hours after lunch. Chia seeds
0: are so good because they just fill you up and it's so good for you.
1: Yeah. So I've been, I've been doing, it's been three days. I've been starting that nice, I do see I have (laughs) hunger issues, challenges, I should say hunger challenges between the meals right now, because I'm used to um, snacking, like just a snack every hour or a tiny meal every hour or something. And now I'm doing actually three meals. Mm -hmm. The morning you can do two mini breakfasts, one's a smoothie, one's like actually a little dish, which I do. I have to do that. I can't go from breakfast (laughs) to lunch with nothing, so yeah so it's 30 days i'm excited to see i want to oh, my goal too. is to lose a little bit of weight mm. with this too but also just to clear my body out because all the yes. shifts that are i'm feeling right now i feel like yes. clear
0: body is necessary perfect timing it's all about the energy of your physical self and yeah matching that to the shifts that are going on on the other levels
1: yeah Yeah, that's what it feels like. So it's all aligning.
0: Hmm. And
1: the other thing I started is a lucid dreaming program, which. Yeah, that was like, oh
0: my, oh my God, what's going
1: on? I'm so excited. This is the thing I'm most excited about. Um, Because you've talked before about dreams. Dreams. I've always struggled with my dreams. And this woman popped into my universe a couple weeks ago. Through another man who I follow, and he's a really uh, his name is Mike Dooley. He's really good for um, he talks a lot about manifesting, just the universe. He does notes to the universe. He's just a really cool guy, like. A, mm-hmm. uh, and he shared her, and he he's hosting the program for her, and it was like a, they did a thing where you can choose what you pay, and you can get access to it. So, like, nice, that's awesome. Yep. So I got in, started it. Yesterday was the first live one, so it was the two of them live together. And it, this woman, like, she's my kind of person. Like I'm just watching her talk, and I, just, I feel like I'm looking at myself in some ways when she's, yeah, talking. So I'm really excited because she's gonna get into stuff about nightmares too, and and how Excellent. you can really become awake in your dreams, and yeah. and make sure you, even if your dream feels nightmarish you can mm-hmm. shift it before it you end it into something that's light or inspiring yep and so i really, really exactly
0: excited. what you need no wonder you're so excited because you've talked a number of times about having I, nightmares and not being able to like get out of them and yeah I've been
1: looking for this for like a year at least yeah this person yep. at and least I, it's I been couldn't at find least the right year. one yeah, and I found some books and I would read the descriptions, like, no, nah, it's just not, doesn't feel like it. And this woman just pinged right in and I said, yep. This feels good.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And she has books too that I'll eventually Fantastic. read as well.
0: So oh, that's so cool. yeah. You have to let us know how that goes.
1: I will. And then the last thing real quick is I actually got really brave and I started a Bitcoin investment. Ooh that that's the thing that like I would have never done this had I not been this the centeredness going on right now mm-hmm. but I used some of the money I, I recently got as an investment I invested I found um somebody who is an expert at trading and so at the end of it it's 14 day trade you can do it as often as you want each trade 14 days uh, but the end of it he gets 15% of whatever he Mm -hmm. earns of me. So he does the trading and already it's been, again, I started this on Monday. (laughs) 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 I just saw this all happen. I'm like, there's a reason this is all happening. I didn't plan it this way. And already like just amazing things are happening with that, that Bitcoin. Like I just, I'm watching it and I'm like, is this real? Is this real? And, um there's been some challenges in between but and that was the thing yesterday that i mentioned before the show the fear tried to take me over and i just said uh-huh. like, you know forget that this is just bitcoin is only one pathway even if it crashes and burns i'm gonna be fine yeah there's so many other pathways of abundance coming to me
0: right now yeah, yeah. You and, haven't, it's not um, yet yeah yeah you, you haven't yeah. done anything in an ill-conceived considered way you've been really careful.
1: Yeah. And so I think it's just my old fears and like old stories, other people have told me that make me feel like this is sometimes I'll get in my head and say, Oh my God, why am I doing this? I'm such an idiot. Yeah, You know, just those things. And I'm like, you know what, this is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on this because there's nothing wrong with cryptocurrency. It's actually gonna be shifting that way yeah. like digital currency is just gonna be the new way we do things mm-hmm. and it already kind of is because nobody really carries cash it's all debit <laughs> yeah. cards like yeah. where's the actual money
0: yeah. and
1: so why can't I allow my, like and I reminded myself I said this isn't just happening overnight
0: no like this
1: is years of me clearing yeah. and letting go and manifesting and believing I was worth this abundance mm-hmm. and now it's showing up yep. and because I took I took the jump I had to be brave and take a jump that scared the hell out of me yeah and I just feel like it's all gonna be amazing though so
0: exciting and the more
1: the more I communicate with my trader and, and stuff um I see that it is you know he's a person who really just he gets benefit from it obviously yeah well because if you he know, trades for others too yeah. If he trades for other people while he's trading himself, he's actually raising his own investments mm-hmm. uh, by default. And then he gets obviously 15% from each that he trades. And for me, I'm like, heck yeah. Cause
0: mm-hmm.
1: I tried to learn the trading and yeah, yeah, I could probably do it, but it's not where my heart is. And so yeah. if I can pay someone to do that, yeah, yeah totally go worth ahead it. and do it. Do it for me. Yeah. So, that just has me feeling like on fire right now that i I feel (laughs) empowered not just energetically and physically as i'm cleansing all Mm -hmm. the toxins out of my body but um like emotionally um and first time i feel empowered with money Mm
0: -hmm. first time in
1: quite some time have i felt that
0: (laughs) well isn't this interesting it's money for both of us this week too i know
1: that's why i feel like (laughs) <laughs> um, there's certain people too that are, are feeling this shift mm. and it's going in like the same direction yeah and so the fact that it's like the same topics isn't
0: coincidence oh god yeah. and my body has been t- oh shit yeah go
1: share your cup now
0: my body has well it's not in my cup but I'm just realizing now that my body's been demanding that I treat it better and feed it differently mm-hmm. this week this week like Monday all of this started I started the course on Monday I started all of this my body's like going no, different 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 give me something different give me and and just demanding it of me and yeah like today I started drinking water like I'd never drunk water before and I'd lived in a desert my whole life you know
1: yeah okay it's true we're, we're being called to to you know yeah i don't know shift. how to describe it. i haven't found the words to describe it
0: well it's yeah shift i can remember good. god decades ago i would have bouts of um eating Differently, like um, fruits and vegetables and lighter things, not because I was a vegetarian or anything like that, from any kind of belief, but purely an energetic thing. So, if I had a if I had a busy week in the clinic coming up and I had lots of clients coming for Reiki or meditation, or if I was going to teach a course or something, I would. This is what I would do to prepare my energetic self, my physical self, to be more aligned with my energetic self. I would eat in a lighter way like i would eat differently to shift that energy and it's just that kind of thing on a bigger scale a more permanent scale
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's it i feel that too i can feel it and and i remember a couple weeks ago i brought up that heaviness in my stomach kind of thing i feel like that was almost in a way like the last phase for me to be like it's it's time i can't i can't have this it's heavy
0: totally all right so my cup is a jumbo espresso thick shake (laughs) (laughs) i'm like um, i have the shakes for days um i've it my i've my entire embodying earth series of books i've recovered them redesigned the cover redesigned the interior well not redesigned the interior but one of the books i totally redesigned the interior um Updated all the links and references, and edited a few things that are no longer relevant or correct, and reissued the entire collection. Um, and so that that is uh, an experiential guide, a workbook, um, a journal, which was the one I re did the entire roti of uh, mm-hmm. journal. And I accidentally wrote another book on the weekend, but <laughs> well, not right. Well, I created another book in the series on the weekend, um, which is a quote book. So now there are four properties in the embodying earth, real magic and spiritual self-care series. And they're all out there, you know, ready. And they look they just look gorgeous. The, the covers come up now. Oh, they just look spectacular. <laughs> I'm so proud of them. And um, and oh, and uh, was, was going to say anyway. While I was, it's just updating the links inside the experiential guide. I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, this is a really good book. What the hell am I doing? Not trying to put this in front of people. It's really bloody right. good. <clears throat> you know, and um, so this week I've started uh, running in my first advertising campaigns ever, um, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I must be ready. Like we've been talking about this shifting, but I must be ready to earn an income from my writing, from my work, because it's not terrifying at all, and it feels completely different yeah. to every other time I have mm-hmm. approached the idea. Just the idea of advertising or getting my work in front of people, it's been like, oh, my God, just terrifying. But now it's exciting. It feels exciting. It feels right. And and this course I'm taking, uh, it's not the first time I've come across these people. And I can remember I told I'm doing it with another writer friend and I remember telling her, oh, I don't like this person who's running the course of, so, you know, blah, blah. And I thought, I'll just do it. I'll just check it out and do it. And I started I'm like, what the, what the hell was going on? He's lovely. He's so generous and kind and open and like, and I'm like, and I was talking to my friend and I said, this isn't about him at all. It never was. It was about me and where I was and how Mm -hmm. I felt about it all and I was just, you know, yeah, um not ready. And now I am.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And it just was right there on Monday, ready to start. Yep. Monday. (laughs) Had that realization.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so that uh that's my cup. I was just yeah it was was, I was so in flow that I accidentally created a whole nother book did the cover (laughs) did the interior and had it released and out for sale in a day wow
1: (laughs) that's really cool that's how you know that's how you know you're in alignment because it just then it goes right there and it's already ready to go now
0: and and you know historically because some because i find some things particularly easy i have undervalued them magnificently like way way undervalued things just because i happen to find them easy mm-hmm. i think it's a lot true. of people do that because it's, they yeah, because, we do because-, because i have a particular genius like using the word genius in the correct form because I have a particular genius for particular things doesn't mean that they're not valuable or not worth doing. Yeah. We've been taught that it
1: has, to, it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. And that's not true at bleed all. It's actually, for it. mm-hmm. Yeah. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to feel like it's a flow and very mm-hmm. simple, maybe yeah. not always easy, but always simple.
0: Hmm. So I, um, Yes, I'm having a very good week. Apart from the fact that I've got my period and I'm a bit, oh, but, you know, maybe that's a good thing too. I'm in that kind of dream zone mm-hmm. where the veils are a bit, the thin places are like all around me. Yeah, I know that the cycle, that, that time of the cycle can actually be
1: a, yeah. a very expansive time.
0: Great time energetically. Shif- Great time for shifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's Carion's view? Come on, give me the chapter summary.
1: Oh man. So this this chapter they get inside the city and they take a journey that I would describe as terrifying um, to the tower where Kutuchik is where he lives or where he stays. Um, and they have some eventful encounters along the way. Uh, especially the one that's involving silk mm-hmm. that we'll get to. But yeah, it was very, it, it is a very high suspense chapter mm-hmm. for this book. For
0: yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably the first, um, hmm, is it one of the first? Like, it's been so, I mean, it's been so slow getting here. I'm trying to think <laughs> of the climaxes of the other, the first two books. Mm. I suppose they did have the exciting moments too, but this is kind of the first big, you know, kind of, you know, that there's magic, you know, that there's big freaking magic coming.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, okay. Yeah, let's so. talk about what happened and, and see where we're heading in the next chapter because
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited to read the next chapter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, so when we start this chapter, we come in and we're in right inside Garion's mind and he's feeling the Mergo robe that Silk has stolen. Mm-hmm. Off, killed a Mergo and stolen. And he's kind of feeling the wet, the, like there's a, a hole in the fabric under his, one of his arms where, you know, the Mergo was stabbed and it's wet and yeah he's trying he doesn't want to touch it with his skin and I I love that because it's such a great description
1: mm-hmm. it is I would feel the same way I wouldn't you know you don't and these fantasy stories and that kind of stuff that you don't always stop and think about like oh man that would kind of really be miserable to live through that experience mm-hmm. and just taking a moment to share a detail like that reminds you of what they're really physically yeah. going through on this yeah. journey
0: Yeah, Um, so they're still in the slave pens underneath the city, just up in the the top levels, so they kind of zip up through the top levels and they don't encounter any guards and the slaves that are in the pens are silent, like it's dark in there, there's no sound, none of them make any sound so they don't call out like there's someone, you know. Although I suppose our, our crew is wearing Mergo robes by now, so they're not going to call out for help, are they? Or maybe that's just doesn't probably doesn't even enter their heads because strangers yeah. down there would not be a thing, would it? This is just mm-hmm. their lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and imagine if it's dark and they have the Mergo robes on and you know
0: i don't know how obvious it is that but like uh, and and it's that coming in here that can feel the dreadful fear of the slaves as they pass through oh that would be that would be i can't even imagine the feeling of that energy Mm -hmm. like there are places over here that like the um the the death camps like the 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 nazi death camps and stuff over here that you can go and visit and i i don't know that i could i just don't know that i i don't know that i could go there i've thought about it but i imagine it I don't even like to imagine what it would feel like. Like it's so horrific and that energy is so heavy.
1: It's Like um, that that book, A Man's Search for Meaning Mm. by Viktor Frankl, who Mm. is a survivor from Mm -hmm. those. And everyone, a lot of people that I I value their opinion have said, you should read that book. Mm. I got a copy and I, (laughs) it's been a few months, but I tried to read and he's very descriptive of of what it was like for him. And I I haven't been able to sit with it for very long and I haven't come back to it in a few months for that same reason, because it's like, you know it was just such that sense of despair and and somebody like him was able to be within that. Uh, and rise above it, and mm. and see that he was going to get out, and that's the whole purpose of that book is that a man searched for meaning, like he found meaning even yes. in
0: that. Because he went pit. inside himself; it wasn't dependent mm. on what was going on outside him, because that just was yeah. not even a possibility. But interesting, I'm what I'm saying to watch. Uh, there's a series on the BBC at the moment over here. Um, about modern history and the emotional journey of the historical events and how we got to where we are now. And I watched episode one today, and I think I might have to get Hanukkah. I might have to ask my wife to watch them with me because I, I, I take things in and I internalize stuff. So uh,
1: mm, I do that too.
0: Uh and i and there's stuff in there about like the english empi- the british empire and you know some of the things they did like which we our go to example of of you know horrific treatment of humanity is was the, is the nazi regime but mm-hmm. but like there's shit in there that i haven't even thought about you know the way yeah. they treated the africans and the indians and and oh, wow you know so opening my my white privileged eyes to stuff that I've never thought about because I've never been taught it's never it's not something that we're taught or that I was ever taught when I was at school growing up mm. in Australia it's a colony mm. of the British Empire well I was never taught any of that so so I think it might be a really important thing that I watch and it's not just English history it's like world history it's like this stuff about China and the US and uh Europe and like it's it seems like it's going to be a really interesting series it's six episodes I think and they're like a couple hours each it's pretty pretty full-on but just this that that you know, going to those places, memories that are big, heavy energy, passing through them. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can pass through them unscathed in, in that. And I want to be able to feel, I want to be able to uh, understand or, 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 or have that experience without taking on the experience, like remain yeah. the witness. But no, because knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a challenging thing
1: to do, you know. And sometimes I wonder, too, if it's not also because and maybe in other other lives we've experienced
0: it. Yes, yeah, I think so. Forms, you know? Well, I mean, I have a really, I have developed over the years a really a different a different take on reincarnation and con- connectivity to the one I started out with when I was like 15, 16 and developed, you know, it's constantly been evolving. And I'm now at the I'm now sitting inside the notion that of oneness and that we're all these threads of a divine oneness, experiencing and feeding back into the universe's knowledge of itself. And so, of course, we have, you know, we can have memories of previous lives because all lives are my life. And I have access to all those lives because I am a thread of one universe feeding back into itself. And so I have all that knowledge. Yeah. That's kind of where I am with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, there I you agree go. That. I think we've gone right mm-hmm. on the topic, but that's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I do agree with that, the oneness and all, you know. So it makes sense that challenging to go through something like what these guys are going through in the story you know and not like gary and obviously he's really affected hmm. at least to, to me he felt like he was really affected by what yes. he's experienced through this whole chapter not just this moment oh but. i
0: think so too he, it, it feels sense. intense like it, it feels intense inside Gary. <clears throat> and, and, and we see where that takes him when they get into the temple mm-hmm. before they get to the door that goes to Chuchik's um, tower. But at the moment, um, um, they, they go up into the city. It's not guarded because, you know, we gather that Silk has taken care of the guards. Right. Um, so he's obviously been scouting ahead. <clears throat> and he um, picks the lock, the last lock, and out they go into the courtyard. And the, the, then we get a description. They, they hear a scream, an agonised scream, despairing, echoing through the city, and then they hear the sound of a, a gong that is too big for words, for the imagination to even picture. And um, they sort of get to see the city and it's just it's described as uh, it's interesting. They describe it as though the Murgos have no sense of personal space or personal Mm -hmm. ownership. It's just kind of this one conglomeration, you know, corridors and courtyards and everything's connected and there's no separate houses or anything like that.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting description. I feel like I've seen something like that before in a movie or a TV show, but I can't remember what or where,
0: but I could visualise it like I'd seen it before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it is interesting. And um, so Belgrade says they have to go uh, along the wall to the temple. And um, so they've got to go up and they climb up to the outer wall of the city. So and and I took the time to close my eyes and imagine <laughs> the wall. Like it says it's as wide as a highway. They get up to the top of the wall and they come out on this 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 space that's as wide as a highway with a, with a parapet around the outside looking over into, you know, down the edge of the pinnacle. <laughs>
1: Yeah. that the city sits on top of yeah i too I, I imagine that too it's like you would imagine something like that to be much narrower yeah but the wall has to be but you massive. think about it, the wall has to be thick massive so It's around a city so they would have made it you know yeah
0: more sturdy than just a... <laughs> and and every other time i've read it i've never done that like this time i imagined it highway wide and i'm like wow it feels total it felt totally different mm-hmm. um anyway yeah, that, so they so have that,
1: space to spread out from each other and then they also keep a distance they go in like twos yes and they wait like they'll wait for one to get a ways out and then the yeah. next pair goes so that it doesn't look suspicious
0: yeah, yeah and they look
1: just like Murgos.
0: So and so the way I, pick, I pictured it in my head is they sort of go and there are like uh, guard rooms or something dotted around the, the yeah. wall. And so, so the first two go and then they disappear behind and they can't be seen anymore before the next two go. And that's the only way that this scene made sense in my head because when Gary and, and Silk go, mm-hmm. they get to the shadows of the... The guard room or whatever. Um, Let me see. So they're walking along, and the corner of a large tower jutted out at the end of the open stretch of wall, obscuring the walkway beyond. So, yeah. Um, And so Garrett, when Garrett, so Gary and Silk go, and the only other two that are waiting to go are. Relg and Dernick are behind them, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know, I just have to add, like when I read that, for some reason to me, in my mind, I'm like, why would they pair Relg and Dernick together? Something would have happened. I mean, I guess they can hold their own, but to me, I felt like maybe Garian and Dernick and Silk and Relg or something like that to like have a little more balance in the pairs, but.
0: No, well, yeah. That,
1: that was just my mind. So the pairing, guess, the I pairing, so you guess. No, I was gonna think, I mean, I guess Dernick and Rell could could manage if they had
0: to. I think totally they could. Like so the pairings were Belkarath and Barak. And then, then Aunt Paul and Mandar And then Silk and Garion, and then Rell and Dernick. And I think those pairings make sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: It yeah. also makes sense, I guess, because the other ones are going ahead and they are clearing the way if there's anything
0: necessary. Yeah, true that. But <laughs> Silk and Garion get to this tower that's shutting out into the shadows of it. And Silk says, wait here. I'm just going to check that it's all clear for us to keep going. And so wedding waiting there in the shadows and bop, <laughs> Brill drops down out of the shadows, right by Garion, And Garion whips out his sword <laughs> and says, stay back. A little,
1: <laughs> yeah, a little skirmish takes place.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, Brill just slaps Garion's sword away. Mm-hmm. and but then silk shows up you yeah. know kick to the ear and knocks <laughs> Brill over and then they're into it mm-hmm. yeah they go at it for a while
1: gary and just watching
0: and they're both an really evenly matched
1: yeah it's an interesting little battle between them because yeah it, it depends you don't know they're both kind of getting in some good punches and yeah they're both very they're both
0: very acrobatic it's sort of like elegant fighting in my head they kind of flick at each other like there's it's not a a brawl it's kind of you know sizing each other up all the time like really strategic yeah and like they have this like casual very suave conversation as they're Mm -hmm. fighting like you know like they're not actually fighting just curious about each other and you know how they go about their deadly businesses, and the fact that yeah. Bril's had to ride a few horses to death to keep ahead of them, and you know, and uh, how Silk got out of the, uh, how Silk got away from that
1: setup that Bril left for him in
0: in the pit, and and yeah. um, the the mergo the King and the of who was it, Tar Ergus had.
1: Oh, Ergus furious the next morning
0: had <laughs> the guards played had the guards played <laughs> it looks like I imagine America looks a bit odd without his skin <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and um, they're kind of admiring each other like grudgingly admiring the other person because they're so well matched and they're very very skilled at this you know what they're doing Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's a mistake, and Garion's like, it was so slight he couldn't even tell if it was a mistake. But Brill jabbed at Silk's face just a little bit too hard, and Silk's grabbed Cordoch, uh, who is Brill Kordok's wrist, and kept the momentum going and rolled sort of backwards with Kordok on top I can sort of see it in my head put his legs feet underneath him and like straightened his knees out as they've kept rolling and just flung Kordok over the parapet yeah it's not a way I would want
1: to go do that.
0: So, I don't like I don't like being up high that much
1: and Definitely don't like to feel like I'm falling. <laughs> oh.
0: <sighs> have you had those dreams? I have those dreams uh-huh. sometimes where you, oh, fall back into your yeah. body. Yeah,
1: they were just talking about that on that video yesterday. Too. Oh, what'd they say? Falling. She says the sensation of falling in your sleep is often actually happens when you're moving deeper into your deeper states of sleep. So you're actually yeah. falling yeah and so sometimes you actually fear the falling yeah some people find it peaceful
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and some people actually land in that fall and other people wake up and like oh gosh I don't like that at all
0: yeah so I I wonder if it's the difference between embracing the experience and resisting the experience
1: yeah it is and it could be the the, what's around you too as you're Dreaming like if you're just in space, it could be very calming if you embrace that. But if you're falling off a building, maybe it's a yeah. little bit different.
0: Yep, yep. Hmm. Anyway, so Brill's gone over the edge. And then Sagarian's so like, oh, oh my god. Just trying to terrified, waiting to see what will happen. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then Belgrath kind of pops yes. around the corner. What was that? <laughs>
1: yeah. Wilkes replies, that was Brill falling
0: over the edge. <laughs> and Ber- Belgrath's like, oh, God, what's he doing? What's he doing back this time? Yeah, trying to fly. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. He wasn't doing it very mm-hmm. well yeah
1: maybe it'll come to him in time Belgrath shrugged.
0: Oh, he doesn't he doesn't really have that much time he looks over the edge and then from far below crash <laughs> it does bouncing, bouncing. <laughs> yeah Oh, that's one of my favorite little like silk bits uh-huh.
1: yeah I was laughing through that that was good does bouncing count?
0: Oh, no, not really. <laughs> and then he does that silk thing where he's like, Oh, what a beautiful night this is. <laughs> yeah, I'm basking in his success. Oh, yes. So, you know, off they go again because, you know, the horizon, the uh, dawn's quickly approaching. And they yeah. join the others and wait for wait for Relg and Dernick and then they all kind of you know get together and and Garen whispers very quickly it was Brill, and Silk and he fought and Silk threw him over the edge, and um, they're all kind of yes you know silently of course,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, then Belgrad's like we have to go into the temple now, and so he gives them instructions on how to behave when they get in there you know head down keep your hood really for pull down forward just look like you're muttering to yourself whenever the gong sounds turn to the altar and bow one thing i one thing i'm wondering i just 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 happen to wonder so Barak is like a giant isn't he yeah <laughs> it's not mentioned here and you know it's a very exciting chapter and so You know i've never bothered with it too much before because yep okay we just need to get through for the story but don't you think he'd stick out a bit yeah
1: he would not to mention the robe wouldn't really fit over him all the way
0: yeah no exactly (laughs) and um these are too short i mean uh, this this exact issue it's dealt with a little with a little more elegance by the author in a future book in the next series in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but I just well, kinda... maybe it was dealt the same
1: way in this or in a similar way. No, it was just not mentioned. Oh, maybe,
0: no. yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Okay, okay. Is this sort of one of those wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey things? Yep, probably. We'll go with that. Okay. Give them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> okay. So they go into the temple. And what did you think of the temple? Oh,
1: it's a good description. It remind, honestly it reminded me a little bit of like Indiana Jones.
0: <gasps> yes, in a. the Kali, <laughs> in the Temple of Kali yeah Uh uh-huh with the with the yeah that that is exactly what it sort of feels like the glowing red and the braziers and the like cutting the hearts out and burning the hearts and throwing people into the throwing the bodies into the fire pit sacrifice yeah and everyone kind of chanting and praying and yeah exactly so that's what i
1: was as i was reading descriptions of this i was feeling that that setting very much, Indiana Jones.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very. Yeah, I can
1: imagine the, like,
0: walking through, you know, they're walking through this. Well, they're not walking through, Gary's. they're up high, like, they're walking along. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aren't they? They're up high on a, like, a balcony kind of thing that goes around the edge and, mm. and down over the edge is like down. They look down to see where the people are kneeling and praying and they look down to see the, like the priests and where the sacrifices are in the altar. And yeah, that's how I saw it in my head anyway. And then that huge metal mask of Torak on the wall behind the altar. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just mean like the fact that they're going through this temple mm. is like for from his perspective, you know, it's, Really unnerving to see sacrifices happening, hearing these screams happening so close and that face
0: mm.
1: too. And I can't really visualize it myself, but I imagine it's yeah, overwhelming.
0: And then there's some there's a scream mm-hmm. from below, and he 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 sort of looks that way involuntarily and the 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 story says he wishes for the rest of his life he wishes that he did, hadn't looked. Yeah. Um. So he sort of sees the whole thing. You know what's happening. The the the, 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 sacrifice, the sacrifice is already dead. The priest holding the heart, puts it in the brazier and kicks the carcass over into the pit. And just loses his shit a little bit. It gets like the anger builds in him and it's just dreadful. And he doesn't think about it, but he starts to gather his will because this is not on and he's going to shatter it all.
1: Yep. There's... The voice back in his mind and telling him not to do it
0: mm-hmm. this is not the time um, it says
1: mm-hmm. yeah and um the voice you know Gary and saying like I have to do something and the voice is reminding him not now there will be a time but, you know I kind of got the feeling there will be a time it's not now and yeah. so just he tells him to unclench your will yeah Good word, I
0: like that. Oh, it's a great word, it's very uh visceral. You mm-hmm. almost feel like
1: he's like this, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: like... yeah. Okay, I'll let go, <laughs> like, oh, just breathe it out. And then mm-hmm. there are poles there as well inside his mind saying, you know, just do what he says, do what the voice says.
1: Yeah,
0: but the voice is, is quite like he's not just saying, don't bother, he's saying, just not now. It won't stand much longer. Now the earth gathers to rid itself of it. And then the voice is gone. Mm -hmm. And then they get caught by a a, a masked and robed Grolham standing in front of them. Belgrath sort of puts on a Merga accent and uh, talks his way past them. past past this dude, Um, they head off to the door that leads to the two turret and it's a really weird kind of, I, I still haven't had great success trying to imagine how this is in my head, but they go through the door and then down the stairs and the stairs curve around the outside of the wall of the city down to a hanging turret, which is where Ktuchik resides. It's kind of a turret that hangs off the underneath part of the city and it's very strange sounding. I don't think I'd want to go there. I know that I don't want to go there. That's what I know. (laughs) Right. Anyway, so, I'm just trying to read a little bit again because I oh, know okay. all the details. So, 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 Relg is like just muttering curses and, and promises that, you know, he's going to lay Rakthol to waste, lay waste to Rakthol. It was the last thing he does. is all give me strength because it's all so just abominable.
1: Between um, him and Gary, and I think. <laughs> if if nature doesn't like
0: to waste that, that they will <laughs> i guess so um, but they go but anyway so they go through this door and down the stairs belgrath mentions that it's unlocked so it's been locked before and it might be a trap but it doesn't matter anymore they still have to keep going and as they go down there belgrath like there'll be two guards there uh, we just need to take care of them quickly and quietly. So Mender and Barak go with him and he pretends to have a message for Ktuchik to get close enough so that the our two guys can just go, you know, take care of these two. Yep. And then the others come down and Belgorath asks Rog to take care of the bodies because he can't <laughs> just leave them lying there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a pretty clever idea. Yeah. He had to, to have Ralga on hand for like because uh-huh. he pushes them into the ground. Yeah, pushes into them the into the
0: floor, into the stone floor. And <laughs> and then Bill, and then Barak and Mandarella will stay there in their place. Like so that there's still two guards there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that Barak has to comment that he left a foot sticking out. <laughs> And that creeps silk out. Creeps (laughs) silk
0: out.
1: Yeah. And then Belgraph just moves through all of them and goes through the door.
0: Yep. it's like, big breath. All right. Let's go. (laughs) End of chapter.
1: Yay. So the last chapter's next, right? Yes. Oh my. And there's no epilogue. Mm-mm. oh wow That's fast yep it feels like such a fast ending i know right but oh there is oh, there i'm is... excited
0: now i get to read yeah <laughs> well there's two more books after this to get to the end of this particular story so yes but one more book down i'm getting closer yes so okay
1: oh magic What's your magic? Uh, Gary and gathering his will to wipe out the city. i meant to say city. Well, yeah, to wipe out the temple because mm. of the sight before him. You know, just that energy of like, oh, I just can't stand this. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah.
0: wipe it out. See you later. And my magic is Aunt Paul in the dry voice, voice talking Gary and down off the ledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the in-breath, the clench, and then the out-breath f- uh, and relax. Mm -hmm. yep and then reality what's your reality i
1: put feeling terrified of something that's happening outside but keeping my well actually yeah keeping my cool on the outside everyone around me so they don't know that i'm actually terrified inside
0: yeah
1: And like kind of like gary and when they're walking up on the wall we're just getting into the city
0: mm. is that a strong memory for you
1: no no I just remember doing it a lot as a kid and as a young adult yeah and even as an adult sometimes you know like when now you have kids and so something might be a little bit like oh god but you have to be the strong one for the kids so they don't yeah. freak out yeah kind of thing yeah
0: Uh, Well, mine is that feeling overwhelming disgust that takes over my facial expressions and makes my face (laughs) feel like it's burning, Mm -hmm. like uh, relg is feeling, I think. And the way that I think Garion's described as being angry, but relg is disgusted. And that's the feeling like I'm, and I guess angry as well. So a combination of both of those characters. But the example that's really powerful for me was in college um, when I moved here and I was studying Dutch. You know, I was studying to take my Dutch exam. Uh, We were talking in class about how people greet each other, you know, for job job interviews, you know, just saying hello. And he's shaking hands is normal, it's very normal. It's like expected, that's how you do it. And um, I can remember uh, in the class, we had a lot of immigrants and refugees from like Syria and beautiful people. But I can remember uh, this conversation and what made me so infuriated was we we're talking about going to a job interview, and one of the guys said, "Well, if it was a woman, I wouldn't shake her hand." And I felt my blood boil. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that this beautiful Muslim man had ever had a woman speak to him the way that I spoke to him that day. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't, I have I know that I have never been so infuriated and managed to be cogent and vocal in my response because usually I would shut down and detach and go into shock. But this time I was like the size of a mountain and so planted and infuriated and I just, I think I, I didn't say very much, but I knew that my face was burning and I don't know what my expression was, but I imagine it was terrifying to behold from the looks on my classmates' faces. And I said, well, I would be extremely offended if I was interviewing you for a position and you refused to shake my hand, but you shook the hand of my male colleague. That's not how it's done here. And I... I found it really difficult because the inequality of it was outrageous to me. And, yeah, that feeling, I've never been so, I don't know, I don't very often get angry.
1: Yeah.
0: I rarely, actually, I rarely get angry but that was a, that was a time. So I was just.
1: So you were more on Gary's level then. Yeah,
0: (laughs) probably right. I wanted to just burn it all down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Makes sense. You know, we've all been in the situations like that. Something Mm -hmm. sad that just, no, you know, you have to, you feel like you don't you don't even think about it you don't have a choice and you just respond because it's so like
0: it was it was a totally I didn't yeah I did not think it was it's, I was I was Gary I didn't decide to respond this way my body responded and I stated my yep. thought out loud a rarity for me at that time after the 20 years of really not doing that at all. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my reality. (laughs) Prophecy speaks. So this week I'm asking the question, what is my foray into advertising teaching me?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm using the book Uprooted by Naomi Novik. It's a a, a, a fantasy, magical realism fantasy. Mm. Anyway, okay what is my foray into advertising teaching me and then and then she'd even hated me for being taken she hadn't been chosen after all i saw her sitting at the feast afterwards out of place everyone whispering she had never imagined herself here left behind in a village in a house that hadn't meant to welcome her back She'd made up her mind to stay, to pay the price and be brave, but now there was nothing left to be brave for, no glittering future ahead. The older village boy, boys smiled at her with a kind of strange, satisfied confidence. Half a dozen of them had spoken to her during the feast, boys who'd never said a word to her or had only looked at her from afar as though they didn't dare to touch now came and spoke to her familiarly, as if she had nothing to do but sit there and be chosen by someone else instead. And I'd come back in silk and velvet, my hair caught in a net of jewels, my hands full of magic, the power to do as I liked. And she'd thought, that should be me. It should have been me, as though I was a thief, Who'd taken something that belonged to her. I see myself as both of those people that they're talking about. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. The one, because I've so often been jealous of watching people who do the same stuff as me having success because they dared to, 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 to put themselves out there, to believe in, because they believed in what they were doing and put themselves out there and came back with the rewards and the riches and the, you know. Yeah. And I just you sat do. there waiting to be chosen rather than being active. And mm-hmm. so what's it teaching me? Teaching me that I am those two people. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. And it, I think it's teaching you that there's a balance to those two. Yeah. You don't need to do
0: action, action, action all the time. No. True. True. Very true. There is a balance to be had. Yeah, it's like you're picking the actions that feel good
1: to you
0: so i'm taking the action and then part of what i'm what i'm being taught is um we have a zen lima so our little mascot is a is a stuffed lima we have to be zen like the lima and be patient and wait and be patient (laughs) and just be zen be zen lima so that's true you be active, and then you wait. So mm-hmm. that's absolutely true. Thank you. Yeah. That's me. That's exciting.
1: I'm still very excited about that <laughs> for you. Yeah. Um, okay, mine is. I don't know if I'm phrasing this how I want to, but uh, what? How what will come out of this dreaming program? I just, I'm just curious, like. What will come out of it? What is the deeper transformation in this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for me? Um, So I'm gonna use the Art of Dreaming by Carlos Castaneda. I was unable to do what he wanted, hard as I tried. Failing made me experience an unusual fatigue, which seemed to dry up the inside of my body. Before Don Juan left the room, I remarked to him that I was suffering from anxiety. That means nothing, he said, unconcerned. Gain back your energy and don't worry about nonsense. More than two weeks went by, during which I slowly gained back my energy. However, I kept on worrying about everything. I worried mainly about being unknown to myself, especially about a streak of coldness in me that I had not noticed before, a sort of indifference, a detachment that I had attributed to my lack of energy until I regained it, then I realized that it has a new feature of my being. It was a new feature of my being, a feature that had me permanently out of synchronization. To elicit the feelings I was accustomed to i had to summon them up and actually wait a moment until they made their appearances in my mind
0: Mm. i see something really clearly what do you have so uh this new awareness that you had not previously been aware of will come forward from the clearing that you're doing Mm -hmm. you'll be able to see it more clearly and um, be present with it yeah something that you perhaps had attributed to some other reason for being that way
1: Mm. yeah i'm also sensing just also to uh don't worry like don't worry failing or try or any uh, anything
0: mm-hmm.
1: because there's no failing in this and oh, definitely you definitely don't need to try you don't have to try you just have to um like she said just the fact that you're now giving your attention to your dreams is going to yep. open them up definitely so and and that that's that true. That was one of the main reasons I joined this was to um, to use my dreams to expand my awareness. Okay, <laughs> I want well to that's
0: expand my awareness. Uh, that was in the reading, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited for this too. Okay.
0: Team. Cool. What is your prediction for the next chapter?
1: Belgrath and Katuchik will meet and have a battle, I hope. And I think Garion will maybe have to step in. He's going to do something really epic at the end of this book. Okay. Uh, And maybe it'll leave the rest a little bit uncertain about him. and the powers, how he's using them.
0: And last week... You, you predicted from last episode belgareth and kutuchik will meet and have a battle someone may be injured or lost so they haven't had the battle yet but someone was lost not one of our <laughs> yes. people but someone yes half right
1: pretty good uh, i like um we both added a hashtag
0: this week i like yours better <laughs> okay okay so uh you are at the end of the show thanks for hanging out with us for this episode everybody uh the hashtag for this episode is bouncing not flying so <laughs> yeah that's cool i have a special announcement before i go into the end uh the end the outro i've ordered a supernatural tarot deck so when we do our supernatural updates in after the show I'm going to have a supernatural tarot deck. Hold
1: on. Hold on. They have one that's supernatural themed. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I pre-ordered I have to get it. It's this.
0: It's not out yet. I pre-ordered You're on it on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cool. It's like the chariot is is um is the car of course the fools are both of our guys um you know and it's just i can't wait to see all the cards but yeah. i i saw it and i got so excited I'm like, i have to have that for the show so i i pre-ordered a, a a deck and we will definitely be using that sucker when i get it in um our supernatural Uh, updates which we we do we're not having supernatural updates anymore because and we finished watching the show but but But. now we can now we can have supernatural tarot in place of supernatural updates so yeah because we need to still talk about supernatural
1: because it's too awesome not to exactly so
0: so anyway so take this episode's hashtag bouncing not flying and head over to um our extended show notes which which has the links and everything about the show um, on our website belgariad and beyond.goddesskindle.com so go and check it out and put a go down underneath the post and put a comment that would be great it's never happened before but you know maybe you'll be the first um you can leave a voice message for us and there'll be a link for that uh, if you want to read some of the chat that other fans of the show are posting, you can follow us on Patreon. Uh, you don't have to be a paid patron to follow us and read the public stuff. Go on to follow the link, scroll down, click follow. Bob's your uncle. As always, you can email and beyond at gmail.com with all your questions and comments. And the Belgarian and Beyond podcast is an indie production. The two best ways for you to show your support is to leave a review on iTunes or become a patron. Uh, Hopefully, see you somewhere in our universe really soon. Um, So thank you very much to our patrons. Your patronage is paying for Zoom and website hosting, which is no small thing. And I really appreciate it. Patrons get to comment on our posts. They get access to bonus episodes or before the show. Uh, which is a a bonus podcast that we do of our our sort of more intimate conversations that we have before this show and after this show. And they also get full uncut video episodes of every episode, which includes everything. And also you can uh, have a private Prophecy Speak session if you want, with us. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash Bill Garrard and beyond, you can find out more details about how to do that. A session with Alicia and I is, I don't know, it would be pretty, it's a pretty cool conversation. You get our undivided attention for at least an hour and we do prophecy together and maybe we can use the supernatural tarot deck too, who knows? Oh, God. Yes. <sighs> and all of our combined wisdom in whatever conversational way you would like to have so yeah go check that out uh and that's us and that's me see you next week we'll be (laughs) back next week last chapter final chapter okay bye everyone